David Johnson. This is David Johnson with the Sentinel of Truth. I am the Sentinel of Truth, and this is Tuesday, um, November 27th, 2017. My first time on Anchor. So, let's get right to business. I have a book coming out called The Strength of the Black Woman. And for my first show, I'm going to let you in on some of the first chapter called Origins. Throughout human history, black people have shown their strength by withstanding the many forces that were thrust against them. As a whole, black people have an energy and vitality more powerful than the atomic bomb. Much of this force comes from the black woman. The creator has given black women a strength that defies all oppression. The black woman is humanity's first woman. She is the original guardian angel and the earthly mother goddess who gave birth to all of humanity. The black woman is daughter, sister, niece, and mother, friend, aunt, wife, and lover whose love of her family nurtures and protects. She gives birth to, feeds, teaches, and guides each new generation in the same way she has done for many thousands of years. Modern science has confirmed through DNA analysis that the black woman is indeed the first woman of the human race. She is the original woman of the earth. Let this idea stay a while. Let it marinate in your mind. Even after the many discoveries of human remains found in Africa, discoveries far older than anywhere else on Earth, we are still exposed to what I call the great lie. The recurring images of a white Adam and Eve. These images most of us have seen in Sunday school books, various magazines, the media, and elsewhere. Although historically and scientifically false, Caucasian images of humanity's first couple have been perpetuated for so long that they have been accepted by many as fact. These images are usually accepted without even a thought about whether or not they are based in reality. When the January 11th, 1988 issue of Newsweek had a black Adam and Eve on its cover, many white supremacists and other brainwashed peoples around the world suffered shock and dismay, knowing Newsweek's reputation for delivering fact, not fiction. It was a great upset to the traditional mindset of many Americans, Europeans, and others who were raised with the images of Renaissance, classical, and modern art depicting Adam and Eve as white. Well, the first picture in my book is the cover of that Newsweek with the search for Adam and Eve, with a black Adam and Eve on the cover. Newsweek's primary article Newsweek's primary article for which the cover art was made, figure one, documented the oldest set of human homo sapiens remains ever found. They were the bones of an African woman, 
a black woman whom the scientists affectionately call Eve. They call her this not because they believe she was the actual first woman, but because they feel she was one of the one of the first. In other words, from that first group of women, mothers, sisters, and daughters, etc., who spread their genes to the whole human race. This discovery fits in with what they know of human origins because scientists who studied this woman's bones say that her remains were in the right place and from the right period of time. Although this discovery has to be rewritten in the light of the 10,000 square mile metropolis recently found in South Africa. But besides that, DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid, is a protein that provides nature's recipe for how everything living thing is made. DNA is a protein that provides nature's recipe for how every living, living thing is made. Endowments are mapped and controlled by DNA. DNA molecules are the building blocks of life. Mitochondrial DNA is the DNA that is passed down strictly from mothers to their children. These mitochondria are energy producing organelles which are a specialized part of the cell that resembles and functions as an organ. Mitochondria are known as the powerhouses of the cell. When the DNA from Eve's bones were analyzed, they revealed a surprising fact. After 10 years of study of analyzing the DNA of populations around the world, Every ethnic group, for every continent, even the Pacific Islands and such, they realized that we are all that black woman's descendants. Every human being on the face of the earth can trace many parts of their DNA, their genes and chromosomes back to that black woman. This woman who lived in Africa between 150 and actually closer to 200,000 years ago is the proverbial Eve, the first known modern human female that we have physical evidence of. An African origin of modern humans is supported by recent studies of mitochondrial DNA, genetic material that is passed only through females Measuring variations of mitochondrial in different populations today, scientists have, have concluded that between 100,000 and 200,000 years ago, the hypothetical Eve, that's a quote from John Noble, Wilford, his uh, article, DNA Suggests Neanderthal, Not Ancestor, July 11th, 1997. But from the beginning of human homo sapiens existence almost 200,000 years ago through the first African exodus out of the motherland approximately a hundred thousand to a hundred and twenty thousand years ago when this exodus occurred mankind was black from that time all the way to about eight thousand years ago the human race stayed essentially the same as far as quote race is concerned as uh, recent uh, our, um, studies from the Associate Anthropological Association forwarded to the American 
Scientific Association says that uh, out of all the bodies they've dug up in Europe and elsewhere, when they do the DNA for white skin, they cannot find it older than 8,000 years ago. And the article actually said, so the idea of a white-skinned hunter-gatherer from 10,000 BC is false because all their evidence is that anybody before 8,000 years ago had African-level melanin in their skin. So, I digress. The black woman was the only woman throughout this time period. No other of the so-called, quote, races existed. From the beginning of this same black woman, whether called African, Africoid, Negro, Austerloid, Hamite, Cushite, etc., she had traveled to the far reaches of the earth and was the standard of beauty for most of human history. There simply was no other. The black woman and the black man are the first humans to inhabit the earth. Thus, they were the first humans to inhabit Europe. In fact, according to European legend, the very name Europe comes from the name of a woman, Europa, a black woman. Evidence of the black woman's presence is found all through Europe in the form of ancient carved statuettes, the black mother goddess. These small carvings are called Venuses, i.e. the Venus of Willendorf from Willendorf, Austria, which is uh, 30,000 B.C. when this carving was made. The, the majorities of these Venuses are the oldest known statues of the human form and were carved out of stone or mammoth ivory, etc., by the African Grimaldi people. This is David Johnson with part two of my book. Well, my station, The Sentinel of Truth, doing the part two of the first chapter, Origins, from the book, my book, The Strength of the Black Woman. We were into the Grimaldi. Here we go. The oldest known statues of the human form were carved of a black woman. They're all over Europe. And getting back to my book, the majorities of these are the old, um, they were carved out of stone or mammoth ivory, etc., by the African Grimaldi people. In speaking about Grimaldi skeletons that were found in a cave called Grotte de Infants in France, two expert anthropologists reported, quote, Now these proportions reproduce, but in greatly exaggerated degree, the characteristics represented by the modern Negro. Here we have one of the chief reasons for regarding these fossils as Negroid. If not actually Negroid, I wrote, what's the difference? The European notion of the true Negro is actually absolutely playing in their heads. But they continue. The Negroid affinities are likewise indicated by the characteristics of the skull. The nose, which is depressed at the root, is very broad, which they call platyrrhinian. 
The floor of the nasal fossa is joined to the anterior surface of the maxillary by a groove on each side of the nasal spine, as in Negroes, instead of being bordered by a sharp edge, as in the white races. Unquote. That was Marceline Boulet and Henry Valet, Valois in their book Fossil Men by Dryden Prince, Press, 1957. Back to me. The Grimaldi were the race of short blacks who were the very first people. The taller, what they call Nilotic blacks, coming from the word Nile, these blacks developed later. This is the Sentinel of Truth with part three of the first chapter, Origins, of my book, The Strength of the Black Woman. The Grimaldi were the race of short blacks who were the very first people. The taller, Nilotic blacks, coming from the word Nile, they developed later. Well, these short blacks, these small people who left their mark on the world's oldest civilizations and mythology, have descendants that today are known as the Twa, they call themselves, or the Khoisan. But modern human Europeans had called them everything from Bushmen to Pygmies to Hottentots, all derogatory names. Little is said of the Grimaldi people, because their history upsets the traditional idea that leucoderms, white-skinned people, were the first to inhabit Europe. The Grimaldi made their trek into Europe long before even the Cro-Magnon. In fact, all probability points to the Grimaldi as the predecessors of the Cro-Magnon. In addition to their invention of pendants, stone implements, and certain styles of dress, an advanced symbol system, and perhaps even musical instruments, all of this has been proven out. By the way, the Grimaldi were, were undoubtedly the first Homo sapiens to bury their dead and have introduced the world to the use of the bow. The skeletons found in these caves, uh, Grata de Infants, appears to have been objects of burial. In the company of the two skeletons were also found the remains of a headdress and bracelets of shell work made from dog whelk shells also called NASA shells. That's a quote from Boulay and Valois in Fossil Men. Um, scientists have not found any evidence of the Caucasian type existing anywhere at that time. The only exception to white skin are the white-skinned albino children that are born to their brown-skinned black parent mothers. Some of these female figurines known as the Black Venus statues, predate any evidence of Caucasian people by many thousands of years.